This is the Sales Gravy Podcast. I'm Jeb Blunt, best-selling author of Fanatical Prospecting Sales EQ, Objections and Inked, and I'm here to help you fill up your pipeline, close bigger deals, and rock your commission check. This episode of Sales Gravy is brought to you by DocuSign, one of the greatest virtual selling tools ever created. DocuSign lets you ink deals anywhere, anytime, on any device. And wherever you are, DocuSign is there with you. You can learn more about DocuSign at DocuSign.com. That's DocuSign.com. Welcome back to part two of my conversation with author Alex Goldfain on 5-Minute Selling. On this episode, we talk about one of the greatest sources of prospects to put into your pipeline. It's the people that you already know and why it's so important to reach out and talk to them. Alex really lights up in this episode and you're going to love it. Now, here's my conversation with Alex Goldfain about five-minute selling and talking with people you know. Okay, five-minute selling system. Two planners, two trackers. Remember Chuck Willary, two and two? Um, two planners, two trackers. The uh, first planner is the proactive call planner. I feel like we don't call people because we don't know who to call, right? Unless you're using a CRM perfectly, it's not going to tell you who to call. It's a list of names and numbers. Your email is a list of names and numbers. Your text message list of names and texts. Um, so beginning of the week for five minutes, write down who you're going to call that week. Uh, these, so for example, customers that just made an order with you who you think can buy more. Customers who you haven't talked to in three months or more. Fantastic group of people. Right now, try thinking of five customers if you're watching the podcast that you haven't talked to in three months or more. You can't do it because you're not talking to them. They're not in your head. Customers who used to buy but stopped. Another group of people that's very difficult to think of because they don't call you to break up with you. They just go away. You know, they go away quietly. So we need to plan who to call. And then we have the whole rest of the week to go call them. And as you said, call one a day, call two a day. If you don't want to call them directly, send a text or email to set up that phone call. I think the only semi-valuable use of email in the sales process, Jeb, is to set up the phone call. Otherwise, it's nearly useless in business-to-business -business selling, right? An email is just slightly, slightly better than doing nothing at all. So plan your calls, and then on the tracker, write down what happens. What did you say? What did they say? And then what's the dollar amount associated with that interaction? Because then once you fill that in, that becomes a gold mine that you can follow up on, right? The most successful people follow up a lot, more than right. other people. Uh, that becomes a goldmine of communications you've had that you can follow up on. So plan who to call and then track how those calls went and what was said and what the opportunity dollar value is. And if you do those two things, each thing takes five minutes, the calls take five minutes, the things to say on the calls take five minutes. How can you not grow if you're making hundreds of additional proactive communications a year? It's uh, it's sad that it's that simple. <laughs> you know, you think about it. So let's, I want to come back and break some of this down. And let's yeah. start with customers that just aren't doing business with you anymore. 
to yeah. me, this is the gold mine of all gold mines. So in, in consulting projects, when we're working with clients who want to accelerate the growth, this is almost always where we go first. So we say, how many customers you have in your database that were doing business with you before and are doing business with you now? And let's just say they haven't spent any money with you in the last six months. Just something easy. We'll just pick a number. We could say the last year, you could say the last three months, any of those things. So we just ask that question. And then we, they go run a report and sometimes it's just shocking. So I had one client, for example, that had a half a million customers in their database mm. that had bought from them in the past, but weren't buying from them actively right now. So in the last six months, hadn't bought anything. So they, I mean, I was shocked. They were shocked. So we just got the list. We sat in the senior vice president of sales office, four of us. And we, we weren't salespeople. We were, I'm the consultant. I've got their executive group. And we just picked up the phone and started calling them. And we did exactly what you said, Alex. All we did was call them up. And we, all we asked was, hey, you bought these things from us in the past. We're just curious. Like, what's happening in your business? And when do you think you might buy these things again? Just that question. There was nothing more complicated than that. In one hour, we sold a million dollars in business. Now, most of that was to one business that we called that was expanding mm. rapidly. We got the owner on the phone and the owner said, I am so glad you called. We were just about to put out an RFP, <laughs> but we liked That's doing great. business with you in the past. And That's suddenly great. it just turned into money. And this happens all the time. Yeah. And what's funny is uh, in my book, Fanatical Prospecting, I wrote a little bit about this because there's a story in there about these this company that wanted to do this type of work. And we gave this, these two salespeople, young salespeople, a list of previous customers, and they just sat and stared at the phone. So finally the director of sales and I just picked up the phone right in front of them and started calling. All we did was the same thing. We said, Hey, you bought from us in the past. What's happening in your world right now? You know, and about half of them said, well, you know, business is down or we're not buying anything right now. We're not doing anything right now. Some of them said, Hey, what do you got in inventory? Can we take a look at it? And some of them said, yeah, I'm really glad you called because, you know, next week we were going to do something. So I think that this, you know, this, the, 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 that customer base is not doing business with you. And I love what you said. They didn't say, we don't like you anymore. Yeah. They just moved on. And it That's could have right. been, you didn't call them. They forgot about you. And someone else showed up on their doorstep and said, Hey, I got a better offer. Yeah. It was so hard for me not to jump in in the middle of that. I had to really practice my silence technique there because I got excited by what you were saying. Um, you got that business sitting at that conference table because you were present and nobody else was. You happened to call. The guy even said, I was just about to call my regular other guy, but you're here, so I'm going to reward you with business. Yeah. And you touched on this at the beginning, Jeb. You said uh, this lady called you up and you gave her the business. You almost feel like uh, you owe it to somebody who makes the effort, right? If, if you're the customer, you owe it to a salesperson who makes the effort to pick up the phone and be present and say, hey, man, I'm interested in helping you. How are you? What can I do to help you? I bet not one of those people that you called in that hour said to you, how dare you call me and try to help me? No, I don't want you to make my life easier today. Nobody's going to say that to you. Well, and by the way, they, it wasn't like you were cold calling. I mean, it wasn't like there was somebody who didn't know you. They had a relationship with your business in the past. They were familiar with your brand name. They were familiar with their company. They were familiar with their service. So, you know, it's, you have, there's almost nothing to lose, but it's so funny to watch salespeople, even in my own business, that will step over gold, like a, a block of gold that the customer did business with before to go chase something brand new. To make a cold call. Yeah, yeah. to go make a cold call when they're, when they're right there. And I, it, you know, it blows me away, Alex. It's just one of those things where as a consultant, just 
you know, purely as a business consultant, when you walk into somebody's business and you show this to them and they're just blown away. That's right. That's right. I, I don't even, you know, I feel bad sometimes like taking their money because I'm like, it's so obvious, but I just think we just don't see that. And then if you just go back to what you said, like the five minute, you know, selling process, that system, so simple. You just make a list of them and you could even organize it in an interesting way. Like you could pull it by the amount of money they spent in the past, when the last one they bought from you, right. you know, what type of industry they're in. And you could build that out. And all you do is just make a few phone calls a day. Imagine, let's just take five minutes a day. Cause that's about how much time you would spend, except for if you get one on the call, you might be a little bit longer, but most of your calls are going to get a voicemail anyway. That's right. So 20 seconds. Right, you, if you made five calls a day yeah. to existing customers and just said, how are you doing? You'd be great. Now, you said something else that I don't want to lose there. You said they feel kind of obligated because you're on the phone. You made the effort. You did something. You called them up. Obligation is a powerful, in fact, it's one of the most powerful human influence frameworks there is in the world. Because when you give somebody something, they feel an innate obligation to give something back to you. doesn't mean they will. And if you go into any relationship with that belief that if you give, they, you get, then you've just created premeditated resentment. However, right, if, if, you, if you think about it that way, if you were to call them and say, how are you doing, Alex? It's so nice to talk to you. I haven't talked to you in a long time. I'm just curious about what's happening with your family, with your business, what's going on. You made them feel good. You stopped and listened to them. You, you just, you were there they feel a little bit of an obligation to at least give you some time yeah. to at least give you information. And what I found is if I have that conversation and I listen long enough, so if that, if that call goes on more than say five minutes, they almost always at the end say, you know, by the way, we got something else we're working on. I'm wondering if you'd be interested in taking a look at it for us. Even and if that's not the, the thing you called about. That's yes, not the exactly. Thing you about, but you gave them the time to think about connecting how you can help them to what is actually going on in the world. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. And you're amazing. saying you, you said a really important thing about the gold mine, which is uh, all of us know hundreds of people, right? If you've sold even for a few years, you know, a hundred people, hundreds of people whose names, you know, and people who know your name, who you can reach out to and have that connection conversation, like you just said. And I just want to make it clear, in, in no place in any of my books or any of my consulting work do I say um, we should be cold calling, right? All of us should be calling people who we know. Now, I understand some people have to cold call, but we all know hundreds of people that we can connect with and catch up with. And some of them, as you've said, have already spent money with us. I mean, we're literally set up as, as, as a vendor with them, right? So help them. All people want, to, to your last point, Jeb, just now, all people want is to know that you're going to be there for them, you know, as a salesperson. They just want to know you're not going to screw them up. You're not going to let them down. You're not going to make them look bad to their boss, right? You're not going to make them look terrible to their customers. They want to know you're going to be there. And when we communicate with them, we're, we're showing them that we're going to be there for them. We're interested in helping them. And people reward those kinds of activities with money, right? They say right. thank you with their money. They don't have a lot of people in their lives who do this for them. We think because we're afraid, uh, we salespeople, I say we because I have to sell for a living too, like you do. We think that everybody's trying to sell to them. Everybody's trying to, you know, talk to them and call them and their phones are ringing off the hook. Man, they're all just sitting at their desks in silence. You know, the phones are quiet. You'll be the only one. And they want you to call. Like you kept saying about your guy who was texting you. 
your customers want to hear from you because they want to know you care. Uh, and when the, the, the irony, almost the tragedy of it is because of our fear, we don't give them that. We don't call them. We hurt them and we hurt ourselves and we hurt our families, right? Because of stupid fear. I hope this episode got you fired up to reach out and have conversations with the people that you know, to call your customers, to tell them that you care, and to build your pipeline by talking with people. Because the truth is, the more people that you have conversations with, the more you're going to sell. Make sure that you come back for part three of my conversation with Alex Goldfain on 5-Minute Selling because it only gets better. And don't forget to go check out DocuSign. In the virtual world, the easiest way to ink a deal anywhere, anytime, on any device is with DocuSign, one of the greatest virtual selling tools ever invented. You can learn more at DocuSign.com. That's DocuSign.com.